Blog Talk Radio. This is the Mexavilla Radio Program for Thursday, August 1, 2013. On today's show, we'll be talking about the 2013 National Conference of Family Medicine Residents and Medical Students going on right now in Kansas City. We will have a live report from the exhibit floor. Very exciting. And uh, we'll see what kind of people we can talk to and run into uh, uh, during this opening session, this opening party of uh, this year's meeting. So all that and a lot more coming up on episode 312 of the Mixville Radio Program starting right now. Radio program. I am your host. My name is Dr. Mike Savilla, the one-man social media machine for seven years running. Check out the uh, site at drmikesavilla.com. And uh, today is Thursday, August 1, 2013. It is 5 p.m. Central Daylight Time uh, and 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it is still 79 degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, how have all of you been doing out there, kids? Haven't done podcasts in a while, so uh, great to be behind the microphone again, and uh, a very cool show that we have uh, here for you uh, today. And uh, so uh, if you've been following me on Twitter and Facebook, I've been very excited about this this annual party that they have out there in Kansas City uh, called the National Conference of Family Medicine Residents and Medical Students, put on by our friends at the American Academy of Family Physicians. Get more information about the meeting at aafp.org slash nc for National Conference. And I just started today, and what's going on right now is the opening of the exhibit hall, I believe, and in just a couple of minutes, we're going to have our good friend Dr. Kim Yu, the convener, the 2013 convener, of the NCSC uh, meeting earlier this year. She'll be there with a live report about what is going on out there. Uh, and we did this uh, a couple of years ago, I think maybe it's about two or three years ago, uh, where I, uh, I begged somebody, one of my friends, to call in <laughs> uh, from the exhibit floor to give us an update because, of course, I am here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters and cannot go to the meeting this year. So, so I will bring all of you into the meeting 
this year. And uh, if you've been following on Twitter, the the hashtag is AAFPNC, and uh, you can follow the uh, Twitter conversation uh, that is going on during this meeting. Today is Thursday, uh, so it'll be going Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and you're going to be getting a lot of excited people out there, a lot of excited people talking about family medicine, a lot of excited people, especially students and residents who are who are starting or have started their academic year um, already. So I'm very excited about that. So uh, um, so we're, 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 uh, I told Kim to call in right around now, so uh, I will do my other intros here. So I do want to thank Talk Creator for having me be a Featured host here of the network. I've been a social media hobbyist since uh, 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a proud family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the office and in the hospital here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And uh, uh, I, I wrote about this. Uh, I wrote about this uh, meeting on my uh, blog this week at drmikesavilla.com, and go uh, go ahead and check that out uh, over there. And uh, it's always uh, nostalgic. To uh, talk about this meeting uh, because I, uh, this is where I was first introduced to the uh, specialty that I am in right now called uh, family medicine. Love it so much. Uh, you know, just, just taking care of patients, continuity, taking care of uh, patients from from cradle to grave. I mean that whole spectrum of the person, uh, the whole spectrum of the family that uh, that you take care of. Uh, and there, there's lots and lots of stories. Um, out there uh, that uh, say, hey, you know, and I hope to share some of those with you there. Kim has done a great job of trying to, to line up some people, begging some people to uh, to maybe talk with us, uh, to talk on the air here uh, as far as <laughs> why they love family medicine, uh, why they love this meeting. Uh, it, is a, it is a very exciting, very exciting thing that's, uh, that's happening out there, even though I am thousands of miles away, I can uh, I can I can feel the energy. I can feel the excitement that is going on. That's one of the very cool things um, about uh, social media is that uh, um, I can feel like I'm there, and people uh, can can feel like that I am there, uh, making an impact on the meeting, even though um, I am not there. <laughs> in person, but it feels like I'm there. I just uh, uh, have been uh, monitoring the the Twitter stream uh, going on, uh, and and there's some cool things going out there. Uh, It's cool to see a lot of uh, residency programs out there tweeting uh, where their booth is at. Uh, I think there's some uh, some exhibitors out there, too. So I'm hoping for more uh, students and residents um, out there just talking about family medicine in general, why they love family medicine, why they love taking care of patients, um, why they love being a medical student, uh, and why this is an exciting time, uh, a very exciting time uh, to be in medicine, to be in medical school uh, these days with everything kind of changing, everything kind of changing around us. Um, it, the, the, the landscape of, uh, of medicine is uh, uh, is changing and uh, I can see right now on my Twitter stream there's a lot of uh, nice pictures out there uh, that are that are going on another cool thing that is happening uh, is the uh, AAFP also is doing some some creative uh, social media using uh, uh, vine videos using Instagram videos using uh, Instagram pictures um, out there 
and uh, really trying to, to capture uh, the essence of the meeting, especially for people like me who are not on site there, uh, for people who could not attend, especially uh, those medical students out there who could not attend uh, this meeting for one uh, one reason or another, uh, that they are able to uh, to participate, able to, to to feel part of the action, uh, to uh, to feel the energy of uh, all of those people out there. It, it is a uh, it is a meeting that is in the uh, uh, Kansas City Convention Center um, out there. And uh, if you have never been to this meeting, you definitely have to go, especially if you're a medical student, because when you go and see this meeting for the first time, and, and when you go and and um, you know, see the exhibit hall, you see all these residency programs, you see these medical students uh, that are out there uh, that all love taking care of patients, they all love family medicine, uh, and, and it is it is a vibe that uh, uh, that you will never feel at uh, pretty much any other meeting. Because I, I think, and personally, I think this is one of the biggest uh, uh, resident and student devoted type uh, meetings in the country. And uh, you, won't, you won't see uh, uh, as many people um, out there as you see during the course um, of this meeting. And uh, I, I've been to it, uh, I don't know, uh, my first time was, uh, was about uh, maybe 15 years ago or maybe even 20 years ago now, thinking back. And, and uh, one of the things that, that has really got me excited about this uh, is that uh, it really got me uh, my start um, as a uh, uh, as an advocate uh, for patients, and uh, as I have been professionally professionally stalling, <laughs> stretching time, as they say. Uh, I see Kim is on the line here. I will I will give her a chance to to uh, to catch her breath there. Hopefully she can hear me. But I, I will uh, I will take a little bit of a break here and uh, give her a little bit of a chance to catch her breath. And uh, then we will bring uh, Dr. Kim Yu on the line live uh, from the exhibit floor of the National Conference of Family Medicine Residents and Medical Students. You are listening to the Mike Savella Radio Program, a proud member of the ProMed Network uh, podcast. Uh, you can catch them at promednetwork.com, and we will have a live report from Kansas City coming up right after this. Better than ever, back better than ever. This is the Mike Savilla Radio Program, and uh, check it out at drmikesavilla.com. And I'm going to see if I can get Dr. Kim Yu on the line, of course, the 2013 NCFC Conference Chair of Conference Convener. Yeah, Mike. Hi, how are you? Is your, I'm is doing phone great. Truck? It is totally wild here at National Conference. <laughs> and I have my GoPro camera on my head. 
Dr. Wow. Reed Blackwelder is here with me, as is Dr. Sarah Marks, Dr. Marguerite Schog. We've oh got a my whole bunch God. of people here ready and wow. ready to talk to you. Wow. Well, so, Kim, well, let, let me ask you first. This is your first conference there. You've never been there before. Uh, I know. Give, me, give me a sense of, of, of what is happening around you right now, Kim. Well, you know, this is an amazing meeting. It's my first time here. I've been to Kansas City uh, so many times to a national conference with special constituencies, but my first time here at national conference. And I am amazed at the enthusiasm, the number of people that are here. There are 1,900 people here at this meeting, 900 medical students, 1,000 residents, and it's just an amazing, energetic crowd that we have here at the Expo Hall. Um, they're all streaming in right now as we speak to talk to all the different residency programs that are here. And it is a full-on meeting. Um, it's amazing, really. really now, phenomenal. Now, I, I, I have uh, people uh, in my audience right now, they're screaming at me, and they said, you know, Kim was a resident. You know, Kim was a medical student. Why, why have you never been at this meeting? Are you a slacker? But, but there is a good reason oh, why I you am, have never been I at know. this meeting before. I, I so outed myself earlier today when I said it was my first meeting. You know what? As an, I was an international medical graduate when I was in residency program. And um, as an IMG, it was really interesting to me that um, even though I was in a residency program in the U.S., um, I really didn't know about National Conference. I didn't feel like it was something that I could go to. I thought it was something that only U.S. Um, residents could go to. And I think that's a misperception that a lot of IMGs have is that, you know, as IMGs, we cannot go to the FMIG group, the Family Medicine Interest Group, as medical students. And so I, I just assumed that I couldn't go to the National Conference, even though I was um, in a U.S. program. So I'm here to say... If you're an IMG in a U.S. residency program, you can come to National Conference, and you should. It's an amazing program. And this year we're celebrating the 40th anniversary, and now I have Amaya here, too. Wow, this is getting to be a real party. We've got to get these wow. people online. Wow. Man. <laughs> Great. Well, who do you, who who who, who did you uh, uh, who did you beg or who, who who do you have there around you that uh, that would be uh, willing to talk to me? Okay, I got lots of people. Hold on tight, okay? I have to start with Dr. Reed Blackwelder. <laughs> Just wait one second. Oh my gosh. Hello, so Dr. Mike the... Yes, hello, Dr. Reed Blackwelder. How are you, sir? Doing outstanding. How are things in your world? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, so this is, of course, the president-elect of the uh, AAFP, uh, who's slumming it and uh, who's coming to talk on my program. I really appreciate it. Uh, uh, Reed, give, give me a sense of, of what, what's happening, how your day has been, what, what you have seen uh, for my audience. Well, there are a couple of things. One of our roles as officers and the board is to come to this meeting uh, to help mentor, uh, especially in terms of the leadership opportunities. This is not just the largest gathering of medical students and residents in the country um, for educational purposes and for residencies, but also for advocacy and leadership development. And so part of what the board does is commit to the development of, of not just our future, but this is our present. These are, these are the folks that uh, can change the world right now. And, of course, selfishly, the other reason we come is because we get so energized ourselves it's kind of hard not to get fired up and smile and feel really good about things when you see all the energy going on around here. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. I I remember uh, back in the day when I was a medical student there, and uh, uh, this is one of the, the the very few meetings around the country where medical students and residents get access to to board members. Um, and I thought that was very cool of the AAFP. Uh, um, have you gotten to, to to speak with some residents uh, and students uh, today, Reed? Oh my gosh! Uh, everywhere we go, there's uh, opportunities um, just for people to say hi. Uh, one of the joys of being a family physician is we understand and love relationships, and therefore we've created them for many years uh, over 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 lots of meetings. So we meet old friends, we meet new, new friends, we talk about resolution, and you will be very happy to know that when we started with our opening session, I'm sitting with Dr. Glenn Stream, the current chair, and he and I were the first two. We were the first two to officially tweet. Um, anything out on this new meeting, remembering a couple of years ago when you challenged, uh, you and your peers challenged the board to get involved in social media. So we've come full circle, and I think uh, that's something that, that you should be proud of being a part of as well. Great, great. Well, that's great, great. Uh, before before I let you go there, Reed, uh, I just wanted to ask you that about uh, uh, the advocacy part. A lot of medical students and residents that do not uh, realize that, that students and residents can, can take part in that process, even influence uh, AAFP policy? Can, can you share a little bit about the power of that, the importance of that from a board member having uh, residents and students have a voice in AAFP policy? Absolutely. First and foremost, the students and residents have always been seen as the conscience of our academy. And because of that, there's an awful lot of weight uh, given to the, the student and resident perspectives on commissions and in, in all of our meetings. However, this is a meeting where the students and residents come together. They elect their leadership, including the members who will sit on the board with me next year, um, and to create resolutions. That's what's been going on today. Is, uh, groups have, in all of the areas of focus for the academy, been discussing um, things like social determinants of health, to, uh, direct uh, uh, resolutions that can go for advocacy, um, continuing education. Each one of these will have resolutions coming forward that we will debate and vote on during this session, and they will come to the Congress in San Diego in September. So a tremendous opportunity to truly impact uh, where the Academy goes and what our policies and processes are like. That's great. I, I want to thank you for, for the time, for talking with me. I know your schedule is very busy. I, I do want to thank you for, for the work that you've done as far as getting the, the Academy of Voice out there as far as uh, scope of practice, um, uh, independent nurse practitioners. I've been following that very closely. And uh, I know that that is a, a difficult thing at times uh, for you being the uh, a president-elect, but I think you've done a great job uh, portraying the academy uh, point of view and, and keeping it patient-centered, and I just wanted to, to commend you on that, Reed. Well, thank you very much. I mean, it's ultimately all about uh, physician-led team-based care, and that's what we're advocating for, and we're already showing that that can make a difference on the triple aim or, as uh, Dr. Epperly said today, the quadruple aim. So uh, we're moving forward. I appreciate all the praise. And I see a, a, a line of amazing people who are ready to talk to you. And Dr. Yu is just staring at me. So I, great. I think I, I'm going to pass the phone off before I get into serious trouble. Great. That's all fine. Right, Have a great you. meeting. Thank you. Have a great work. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Wow. Hi, Mike. Sarah Marks. Hey, Sarah Marks. This is uh, Dr. Sarah Marks. How, how, how are you doing? What to ha tell, tell us how your day has been uh, going already, probably here and there and everywhere. Say that again. I'm having trouble hearing you because there's a million people around me. Oh, no, that's fine. Just uh, t t tell us, uh, 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 for people who don't know who you are, what, what is your role during the meeting, and, and, and sure. tell us uh, how, how your day has been going so far. Sure. 
So um, I serve as the resident member of the board of directors this year. So my role at the meeting is that. And then in addition, I'm the election chair for the residents. Uh, how's the day been? The day's been crazy. The day's been long and wonderful. Uh, we started with a great keynote by Ted Epperly this morning. We have already had one joint resident and student congress session that included tons of nominations to our elected offices. So we're obviously going to have great leaders next year. Um, and now the opening of the exhibit hall, which is you know, thousands of people making lots of noise and trying to talk to all the residency programs. It's a great day. <laughs> well, great, great. Uh, so, so before I let you go, um, you know, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that say residencies and students and say, you know, I, I really should not be, you know, uh, an advocate or politically active or, or being a part of the solution. What, what, what do you say to those students and residents out there who, who are apathetic or who don't know how much power that they have for change? Um, well, one, I would remind them that family medicine is certainly um, encouraging the residents and students to be involved. And it doesn't necessarily have to be outright political activity as much as being involved at a community medicine level in their town, in their state academy, beyond just the, the American Academy. Um, and then I would say, you know, find the time, find a space in your life for the thing that makes you passionate. If political activity makes you passionate, you do that. If making sure that the underserved in your community have health care, then do that. But find what makes you passionate. Well, great, great. Well, it, it'll be exciting for you because uh, you're going to be the one uh, uh, not running, I, I presume. Uh, you're going to be the one uh, uh, conducting all the uh, debates and things. That'd be a, a, an exciting and less stressful role for you this year. I think that's true. No, I'm done. I finished residency, so I can't run for anything. I'm. I have to move on to the grown-ups table, as it were. But <laughs> yes, I get to. I will moderate the the election for the residents, and yeah, it is a less stressful, but still just as much fun year for me. Well, great, great. Well, 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 well. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your your, your devotion to, to family medicine. Uh, uh, I'm very curious to see, you know, what's going to happen over the next uh, few days. Uh, I appreciate the time today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Let me pass you off. Hello. Hello. Hi. I am Dr. Marguerite Chagas. Oh, hi. I think we've met before. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, so, uh, uh, so, uh, for people who don't know who you are, maybe uh, introduce yourself yeah. for my audience here and, and, and let us know what, what, what is your, your role during the, uh, the meeting here in the next few days. So um, I am now a first-year resident at Mayhack in Asheville, um, and last year I was able to become the student representative on the uh, Commission of Membership and Membership Services um, from, right. from Wright State in, Ohio, in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. So yeah. for the next couple of days, um, I'm also serving as parliamentarian of the student of the student session. So I'll be trying to make sure Robert's rules are well in order. Um, but I just finished helping a bunch of um, new um, members to the conference uh, write their first resolution. So which is really my favorite part of the conference. I really enjoy the resolution writing, the the creation from having an idea of what change we want to make to getting it on paper to um, actually passing it through the committee, that is my favorite part. 
Yeah, well, wait, 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 wait. the first couple of years I, w- I was at the meeting, I really didn't understand it. I didn't really understand the importance of it. Why don't you share with my audience why you think, you know, policy making, a resolution process, advocacy, why is that important to you? Why, why is that important to the academy? Because this is the actual business of of the of the commission. So we have a voice, and really the biggest way that students' voices get heard is through the writing of these resolutions. This is how what we decide here at the conference is important enough to be heard gets passed on to AFC as a whole. And there's been some amazing things that have come from the students and the residents that actually has really changed the policy of AFC and therefore literally start putting in motion the change that you see in healthcare in America. And the fact that it all can start here is amazing to me. And uh, before I let you go, can can you share maybe two or three topics of resolutions uh, uh, that you got to see today, Uh, just just to give my audience a flavor of of some of the topics that are talked about uh, during this meeting? So today we actually talked about um, the importance of of cultural competency in medical schools um, and even starting to implement that in the first year. Um, How do we get our physicians who are in training to really understand things from other different perspectives, even if you are from a very suburban or very rural area where you only get to experience one. So that was a big uh, point today. Um, A second thing is um, the amount of sodium that's found in food is the second thing that we're looking at, just the fact that so many processed additive foods have a lot of sodium in them added more than they even need. So there's a resolution on that. Um, and there's actually another resolution that um, just informational, telling people about the uh, National Service Corps has a new program um, called Student to Service that's given to fourth-year medical students. And three of us who are at the, commission, at the conference today actually have those, and not a whole lot of people know what's going on. So even just getting across that bit of information about it. Wow, that's great. I mean, it's, it's already on day one. Um, already, it seems like you see, you're off to a great start. So, uh, thank you so much All for right. talking to me. It, it, it's great to talk to you again, uh, and, and have yeah. a great meeting. Thank you. I will. Hey, Mike. Hi. Hi, it's Kim again. I have got hey. Dr. Bob Gorgan and Aramaya, who's been waiting to talk to you. So, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, ready? Yeah, Hold on one away. second. Hello, Mike. Hi. This is Mike Savilla. This is Mike oh. Savilla. I thought that was you, buddy. Boy, you're a popular guy around here. You're not here in person, but you're here in everyone's mind. I, I've oh. heard your name a hundred times. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the time. Uh, uh, how, how is your day been going there, Bob? It's, it's been going great. We've done a lot of stuff here and. uh the conference here, of course, is all, uh, we're getting a picture done. Your compadre is uh, taking our picture here. So it's been oh, good. It's go. been yeah. a good conference, uh, a lot of stuff. Or, yeah, Dr. Yu is kind of taking lots of pictures here. I'm assuming they're going to come to you eventually. Uh, they're probably going to be They're going to be on Twitter later, so you're going to look out for that, Bob. Yeah. Know, this is Bob. I'll have we're to look. I follow I look at I follow you on Twitter, so I keep track. Yeah, that's right. So. I see you been tweeting out. Well, I tweet, uh, but not like you. I, it's oh funny. no, I you're, 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 
you're doing good there, Bob. Yeah. 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 I'm well, doing, uh, you know, I'm a novice. I listen to your talk, so I think you uh, know, I have to <laughs> You've influenced me, so at least I'm one well, person. Thank you. Time, so. Thank you. So yeah, things so. Are going good. you're still doing your blog and all that. I I usually go. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is this this is my uh, people don't know this is uh, Dr. Bob Morgan for uh, on the board, and uh, he's out there. I don't know what he's doing out there. I think he's causing trouble. Oh, he's on the blog uh, right now. That's right. Oh my gosh. You're well, alive right now, but time. you're oh, alive gosh. on the internet. That's right, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, listen, we are uh, we are in an energy pool here. I'm sure that uh, the uh, seismograph has bumped it. Uh, where do they keep track of that? These students and residents, they're, they're dynamite. <laughs> what, what a great group of idealist ideas. I, I draw off that. I'm sure I'm going to get a great energy going back home from all this, Mike, here. Very it's good. Wonderful. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, let, let me ask you, Bob. So, so uh, from, from the point of view as a board member, why why, yes. why is this uh, meeting so important to the board? Why is it so important to the academy? This resident student meeting, Bob. Well, you know, the big thing is is uh, to get their perspective, and that's why I was uh, here. Uh, the, uh, you know, it's I've been in practice thirty some years to meet these young students, young residents, and as a board member getting their perspective on issues and their take on it. They're our future, and, you know, with the workforce issues we're going to face, we want to make sure we prepare our specialty uh, with their their visions and dreams in mind ahead and, and not us work in a vacuum. So I can speak personally that as they generate resolutions or ideas, uh, it, um, it really uh, – it's important to me personally, but all the board members, I think, were saying the same, the, the same tune. So uh, they're they're an important group. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So so if, if there's a, if there are are students out there, medical students out there that uh, you know are thinking about coming to this meeting, what what what, what do you tell students when you're back at home about you know why they should come to this uh, this meeting, there, Bob? Well, I think they, they can come and, and part of the programs they go to, and it, it energizes you, it gives you a feel for family medicine, and you can see what's coming and the importance of the uh, quality and efficiency of a family doc. We had talks on that. And a vision, you know, it's family docs are going to take care of the citizens of this country. We know that. And and it's the people in this room, the energy they have, and the how bright they are as well are going to take my place, but we need more of them. You know that, Mike. Our workforce is, is not uh, big enough to take care of everyone as they come into the pool with the ACA. But even before that, we knew that. We, I work in a rural area. We take care of them anyway, uh, but uh, these, are the, these are our future, and, and we need to get their perspective at the board level so we can shape family medicine so it's the kind of specialty they want. And then the uh, – the other part of it is, is they can see what family medicine is all about, and they'll go back, and we plant the seed. It's, it's kind of like a stem cell. We send them back, and it's going to morph it over into uh, generating interest and more family practice interest to come back to this meeting again. It's just a great breeder reactor of ideas for family medicine. That's great. That's great. Before before I let you go there, Bob, this is this this meeting is kind of a warm up uh, for, for the big. Uh, uh, Congress of delegates and scientific assembly going on uh, in, in a few months. Uh, 
so uh, well, why should people come to that? Why, why, why do you enjoy uh, Congress of Delegates and, and Scientific Assembly so much? Well, it's our Congress of Delegates. What, what I'm proud of serving on our board of directors is we're a membership-driven organization. It's our Congress that sets the direction and trend uh, for the board. When they pass resolutions, we don't say, how are we going to not do this or do it? We do it, and we put the mechanism in. So our members drive the staff in Leewood, Kansas, and the organization. Plus, along with that, there's going to be new and exciting changes uh, to the assembly that follows in the coming years. Donna Valpone and her staff. Um, this is this year's uh, assembly is going to be a little bit different, and it's. I would put out to all our members, stay tuned. It's going to be, uh, we want to double or triple the number of people that come to our uh, scientific assembly. But the Congress sets the direction and policy of the board of directors and uh, gives us a vision for what family medicine is going to be here in the future um, for the people in this room. That's great. That's great. That's Bob Worgett, the AEFP Board of Directors. Uh, it's yeah. great to talk to you. I will. Uh, I'll see you in San Diego, and uh, hey. uh, it's good. it's going to be a, a great time out there. Thank you so much for the time, sir. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Mike, and keep up the good work. Here's uh, Kim. Matt. All right. Hey, Mike. Hi. I got someone. Someone else here. I am grabbing people right, left, and center. So. Wow. Aaron. Aaron is uh, here. And they have an amazing green screen here that you can take photographs and put the background of Kansas City in the background. It's amazing. It's so cool. And they have this cake, this enormous, like, 40th anniversary cake. So I'll have to send you the picture of that. Anyway, you're missing the cake, Mike. You're missing the cake. Here's Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Mike, how's it going? Hey, how, how are you? How are you? Good. Long time no talk. It, it, it was it was a year ago where I interviewed you on this show and uh, uh, and you won your election so well there you go how about that you can thank yeah. me <laughs> feeling very nostalgic of the of me that once was <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, how's uh, how's your day going what 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 did you do uh, today today has just been jam packed I just uh, took a picture with. A couple of the other, uh, with the, there's a med student council with the California Academy, and I'm on the residency council, and we just took a, those uh, green backdrop pictures uh, outlining the, the letters CAFP. So feeling uh, uh, very uh, supportive of the California Academy. And, um, yeah, so I've just been uh, helping out with the resolutions and, um Making making sure everyone, you know, their their voices get heard for the, on the resolution process. Oh, great, great. Uh, for people yeah. who don't know, this is Dr. Aaron Myers, student member uh, of the board. And where, where are you in residency now, Aaron? Uh, you're in California. I'm at University of California, San Diego. Okay, great, great, yeah. great. Well, I, I know I, I get this question a lot. You know, what, what's it like uh, being uh, on the board? Uh, can you share with us a little bit how your experience has been being a board member? Yeah, so I gave my annual report today at the Resident Student Joint Congress and um, just talked about what a what a benefit it's been for me to spend a year on the board and how enriching an experience uh, it's been hearing, you know, all these different perspectives and really being on the cutting edge of family medicine uh, with the technology, you know, the technological advances with, uh, you know, minute, uh, you know, point of care 
with uh, their mobile apps and with telehealth. It's really been uh, it's just a fascinating time for healthcare delivery at this point. And um, I just you know can't express enough how appreciative I am to have he's been on the board for this for this year. I, I'm really jealous of Tate. Uh, or whoever runs on the student side against state because uh, he's going to get, you know, all the GME, uh, all the GME uh, stuff is going to come from next year. So it's it's just a, a great time to be involved in family medicine. Yeah, when you uh, when you talk to you know, medical students now or even residents now, what, what do you tell them about why is this a very important time in, in healthcare, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I tell them. I mean, we're at, I, I, I could be, I don't know, I think it may be a little bit hyperbolic to say we're at a crossroads, but I really think that there's so much momentum right now for primary care um, as far as, uh, you know, healthcare delivery transformation, as far as the rise of uh, the PCMH as, as more uh, mid-major uh, companies uh, begin to, to adopt the PCMH model. Um, I, I think the you know, especially on the GME front, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of momentum towards allocating more primary care spots um, when if new GME positions open up and uh, new funding is allocated. I think uh, there's a lot of uh, pressure right now on the rust that we haven't seen in the past, and that's, um, that, that's uh, you know, that, that's to see, to see a focus being placed on the appropriate valuation of of um of services and the especially care coordination is you know there's a lot of things that uh you know provide hope for for the coming you know uh healthcare model I, i'm really excited to be you know part of uh part of this transformation great great uh, Aaron, but before i let you go um uh can you give us a little bit of a snapshot of of some of the topics that are, are being talked about in resolutions. I don't know if you've got to take part in resolutions or, or seeing what students are, are writing these days or able to, to share some, some, some hot topics that are going to be discussed during the business session. Yeah, well, two, um, uh, two of the, the student council chairs for the California Academy are authoring resolutions, one on how to be a leader in the PCMH besides, uh, you know, along with uh, – having practices adopt the PCMH, so more prescriptive models for leadership development and residency training. Another is uh, talking about collaboration with uh, the osteopathic AFP and um, getting uh, getting more in, in touch with um, uh, getting more in touch with collaborative efforts with them to, to have more of a synergistic relationship on a mutual interest. Um, one of the resolutions that I helped write, or that I, that I helped uh, um, Kind of tweak was was a resolution on medical humanities and, and the incorporation of uh, medical humanities in uh, in medical school curriculum because you know I, I think the inclusion of that would help broaden the the perspective of family medicine students and residents. Great, it's great. So, oh, yeah, so we'll just, just a couple. Yeah, go. Ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Yeah. So. You know, the, the voice of the students is going to be uh, very well represented at the conference. I don't, I haven't seen how many resolutions we're going to have. Um, last year we had 42. I hope we have more than that. I, I think, yeah, the, the student energy is, is the same every year. It's very high. Same with the residents. So, and they come, they they've come prepared with resolutions. So that's that's great to see. 
Great. Great. Yeah. Uh, and one more question before I, before I let you go. I, I, uh, uh, well, what's it like to 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 lobby on the Hill in, in Washington? I, I know you probably had an opportunity to do that. It, it seems like a very intimidating thing to a lot of people, especially medical students. Um, what, what do you tell them about uh, you know, going to Washington and, and, and lobbying on behalf of our patients in the academy? So what I tell people is to, to first get involved at the state level uh, with your, your local rep. I think, you know, they're – they're uh, in town when they're, when they're not in session. That's a great time to form a relationship with your local person. And uh, on the national level, uh, the FMCC, the Family Medicine Congressional Conference, offers another uh, great way to get involved and, and, and meet your legislator with a group of other family physicians to, to mentor you along in the process. And I think just initiating that contact uh, is huge as a, as a student and a resident. And we, we talked at national conference today about how, you know, important it is to, to have the resident student voice heard because, you know, they know that we represent the, the, the future of, of healthcare in this country and, and our perspective is, is very valuable. And, um, you know, so I would just encourage students and residents to to just meet meet their state legislator, meet meet their federal legislator, meet the, the healthcare assistants. And, um, and apart from that, you know, start getting involved in, um, in media outreach. And, and I think – you know, family physicians now can partner with students and residents to to help them along in the in that mentoring process. Well, great, great, uh, Dr. Aaron Meyer, AEFP uh, board member and uh, uh, California dude. Uh, thank you so much for the time and and have a great uh, meeting. Yeah, no, thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate you asking me to be on the show, and thanks for you know talking to all of us throughout uh, throughout this last hour. You've had a whirlwind of, of people to talk to. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's, it's overwhelming in a good way. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'll, I'll give you back to I'll give you back to Kim. Yeah. Okay, great. All Thank right. you. All right. Yeah, thanks, Mike. All right, talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Hey, Mike. Wow. <laughs> How are you You're doing? Awesome. I've got. You're I've awesome. Got... <laughs> Do you have time for one more person? I have time for whomever you have there, my dear. Oh, awesome. I have two very special people here. Um, they are Molly and Jeremy. They're going to introduce themselves. They are from Nevada, and I'm very excited. They are third-year residents in Nevada. All right. And I'm so excited because next year, hopefully, one of them or both of them will be able to come to the National Conference of Special Constituencies. Woo-hoo, Nevada. <laughs> so thank you, Dr. Daniel Fogan, for making sure that Molly and Jeremy come to talk to you. Let me pass you to Molly. Okay. Hi. I'm Hi. I'm one of the third-year residents with the University of Nevada Reno program. Oh, great, great. My name is Mike Savilla. Thank you so much for the time. I know this is uh, this this may seem a little bit creepy, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, so is this your first time at the meeting? Have you been in the meeting before? It's, I have been to the meeting before. I came a couple times as a student, but this is my first time as a resident, so I'm really excited. So, so, so how, nice how's your day? Back. Yeah, Excuse go me? ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's so nice to be back in a place with so much passion for family medicine and where everyone's working together and has common goals. That's great. That's great. How has it been different uh, coming back as a resident as, as a person as a student? You really feel like you're more in a leadership role as a resident, and you're there for the students trying to steer them into the family medicine 
residency programs that are right for them and where they're going to fit in well and be able to succeed as fabulous family physicians. Oh, okay, okay. So what program are you from? I'm from the University of Nevada, Reno program. Okay, great, great, great. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll let you give some free advertising. Why should people come to your program? Why is it so awesome? Well, first of all, Lake Tahoe, 30 minutes away. Second of all, fabulous attendings and huge community support at our program. Oh, that's great. Are you originally from that area there? Uh, I'm from a small town about 200 miles away. Okay, okay, okay. So, so what, what, what? let me pass you over to one of my other co-residents. Great. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hello. Hi, this is Mike. Who am I talking to? This is Jeremy Bearfield. Hi. How are you? Thank you so much for the time. I'm sorry if this seems creepy. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, no, uh, you know, every day you, you, you wouldn't <laughs> imagine. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, have you been in this meeting before? Is this your first meeting? This is my first meeting. Ah, okay. Okay. So what, what, what have you gotten to see or what have you gotten to do or talk to uh, today? Well, today I went to um, the opening uh, ceremony that they had and had the great uh, opening speaker, Dr. Effley, that was there talking and uh, kind of very, very passionate. And it's nice having everyone from the same, you know, background as far as family medicine and, and really talking about what all our beliefs are. And nice to have everyone kind of feeling the same way about the same thing. Great, great, yeah, yeah. So, so when you talk to students and things, you, you know, what, 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 what do you tell them? What, why is, why is family medicine so cool in, in your opinion? Uh, my opinion is the variability, and you get to see so many different things. Um, you taking care of adults, taking care of babies, delivering babies, um, doing surgical procedures. I mean, it's it's pretty wide open for someone, especially like myself, who likes to do a bunch of different things and not just kind of get stuck doing one thing every day. I mean, it's it's great especially since you're kind of a patient advocate as well. So um, especially in today's, you know, climate, it's really nice to be able to have someone that stands up for the patient and does the right things for them. That's great. That's great. So, so are, are there a lot of opportunities uh, in your area there following residency, or are you going to be going out of state? Uh, do you know what your next step is going to be at? Uh, I'll most likely be staying in state. Uh, I love I love the Reno area as well, so I'll, do my best to stay in that area, but fortunately, there's a lot of opportunities for family family medicine right now. That's great. I, I've never I've never been to Reno, so uh, well, why should I go to Reno? Why, why why is it a cool area to hang out in? I, I've always wanted to visit. Well, I, I mean, I love the outdoors, and there's so much to do there. I mean, you got Tahoe, which is a half an hour away. If you're into skiing or snowboarding, there's that ten different ski resorts within an hour from you. If you want to go to San Francisco and the bigger cities, that's, you know, three hours from you. Um, so there's lots of things to do like that. Um, got a pretty decent airport, so you can fly anywhere you want as well if you did like to get away for a little bit. But it kind of offered all the all the big opportunities, but it's a small-town feel. Well, great, great. Well, thank you so much for the time, uh, for talking. Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy the first your first meeting, and uh, I hope you get a lot out of it. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, Mike. You're the best producer ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm making my way. I know. I'm on my way through the exhibit hall with my GoPro on my head. You should see the stairs oh, I'm setting. 
And uh, we're taking some great coverage here. Um, wow. We should kind we of do this again at uh, Congress of Delegates or something. <laughs> I know. How fun is this? This is just great. Um, you should see some of the exhibit hall people. I love seeing them smile. It's great. I'm seeing, uh, uh, I, I'm seeing some of the pictures on, on Twitter uh, of the exhibit hall, and it's looking very cool. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Oh, it's amazing. It's really full, um, full of people. I mean, this is, you know, when you're at annual scientific assembly, the exhibit hall is so vast, sometimes it just seems empty, but this is just really a great-sized hall, um, good throughput of the exhibits. It's very busy, a lot of students and residents talking to different programs. Very exciting. I just saw Greg. Hi. This is Greg Lewis here, and he is with Arizona Family Medicine Residency, and he's wearing his AFP shirt, so I'm going to accost him right now, and you are going to be talking live with Dr. Mike Sevilla. So here is Dr. Greg Lewis. Hey, Mike. Hi. Hey, how How are you? you? You're you're live Uh, on the Internet right now, so how's it I am? uh, Okay. Live on the Internet. That's yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Conference 2013. It's a fantastic <laughs> <That's right>. experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how many meetings has this been for you now? How many meetings? Well, this is actually my first time in the national conference. Really? Okay. I thought, uh, okay. I, I thought uh, yeah. you may have been there before. So, how how's your day been going today? What well, have you been getting to do anything? You're probably meeting a lot of people. Uh, we're meeting lots of people. There's a great amount of energy here. Uh, the students really seem to be interested in family medicine, and it's a, it's just a joy. Yeah, just just kind of kind of kind of paint the picture for me there. So, are, are you, you guys have a booth there, or are you you kind of yeah? Uh, we've got, or... So we've got uh, the Arizona Street. It's got all of the programs from Arizona lined up there from uh, Tucson, as well as the brand new one in Yuma, and of course the Phoenix program. And we're right across from uh, the Las Vegas booth, which has all of the beautiful uh, blinky lights going up and down. <laughs> uh, well, great. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a free plug here. So, so one, why should people come to Arizona? And two, why should they come to your program? People should come to Arizona because the weather is gorgeous all of the time, and you can't shovel sunshine. People should no, come. No, Michigan, Michigan. <laughs> people oh should come gosh. to Saint. Jo- people should come to Saint Joseph's uh, because. We've got a very well-rounded program. We've got a number of special things going on, including having a, a clinical uh, pharmacist as well as a brand-new social worker, which is helping us quite a bit with our outreach. We do a lot of uh, service to the underserved. We've got an international maternity program, and they're dealing with a lot of Burmese, Thai, and uh, Karenian uh, individuals. And why else do they come to St. Joe's? Because it's a lot of fun, and you learn a lot. Well, great, great. Well, th- th- thank you for uh, for participating in our little program here. I know it's probably a little creepy, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a little all above, all above board. I, I get accosted by by someone with a camera on the top of their head coming at me. I'll say, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, okay, let me hand the phone back to you. Okay, you take care. Great. Thank you so much. Oh, I found the big tuna now. Uh oh. Uh, look out. And his look out. name begins with K. K. 
Okay. So let me see if I can get him on the on the line. He's on the phone right now. He's probably tweeting as we speak. What? He's trying to he's trying to find a place to eat. Go to La Bodega with me. Yeah. Hello, this is Lieutenant Kevin Bernstein reporting. Yeah, hey, it's Mike Deville. What, what, what's going on, everybody? Uh, how's it going? Oh, oh, I, I think I know you. Yeah, yeah, you, you got you got you, you got the you got the whites on today, man. I saw you, you tweeting that out today. I'm in the whites. Yes, uh, we decided to go with the whites today. Um, wasn't feeling the civilian clothing. Um, my colleagues here was. It's okay. We won't hold them against it. But uh, yeah, yeah I'm over over by the AFC Pavilion right now chatting with some resident students, try to get them involved with the academy, stuff like that. So, bittersweet being my last national conference as a resident. That's right. That's right. Yeah, if people don't know, this is this is our awesome friend, uh, Dr. Kevin Bernstein, uh, who single-handedly uh, got the AFB, uh on Twitter. Uh, it's a good job there, buddy. Uh, so, uh, I, I saw some pictures on Facebook. You were international somewhere doing some cool stuff. Uh, what, what, what were you doing there? Uh, where were you at? Where, what, what was I doing before I got here? Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Where, where, where were you at? Oh, before National Conference, I was in Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. How long were you there for? I was there for seven days, six nights. We went over to the Arenal Volcano, spent a few days there, did some zip lining. We uh, toured a local organic farm, got some typical Costa Rican cooking classes, made some tortillas and it was just awesome, horseback riding. And then we spent a few days, uh, one day with the family over in Sarapiki. Uh, that's in the northeast portion of the uh, country of Costa Rica. Learned about their culture, about their healthcare system, about uh, their education system, because my wife's a Spanish teacher, so she enjoys learning about all that. And we were just enjoying the culture and the life there. So it was good. It was really good, uh, good times. Planted some trees in the rainforest, typical family doctor thing to do, right? And uh, just enjoyed our time. It was great. All right, great, great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, how's so how how is this uh, last year going? Kind of, you said a little bit bittersweet. Uh, uh, it's like going all right these days. Yeah, it's bittersweet right now. This is my uh, oh jeez, one, two, two to three, three to four, four to one, one to two, three to eight, sixth national conference in a row. Um, <laughs> and the first time in five years where I'm not going to be running for anything. So it's I'm just taking it in, um, enjoying my time, seeing friends, taking a step back and trying to bring other people to get involved with the academy. Uh, the academy gave opportunities to me that I would love for anyone else with the capabilities of doing it to do it. So that's my primary focus here is to enjoy it, enjoy it as my last time as a resident, take a step back and encourage others to join along in the revolution. So you're just uh, you're just phoning it in this year. I mean, you're just showing up and you're not doing anything and – being a slacker, is that the Yeah, the being a total slacker, that's how I roll. I was such a slacker that I didn't uh, schedule my hotel reservation until a few weeks ago. I found out that I had to make a reservation out in the closet area, so it took me about $10 taxi ride to get all the way over here. So that's me procrastinating, taking a step back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for, for people who don't know who where your residency is, but people where that's at, and, and I think you know one of the – you know, speakers uh, coming on the, this week, I believe. Yeah, so my boss, uh, my skipper, Captain Patton, uh, she is giving us our uh, main stage panel presentation tomorrow, which will be talking about health care transformation. She single-handedly transformed every 
every Navy facility uh, into a patient-centered medical home and then spread that influence and that uh, guideline and that framework to all three services, the, the Army and the Air Force, and, uh, of course, with the Navy being with the Marines. Now we have the Marine Medical Home. So she's going to discuss how she did that within a single-payer system, which is the military and TRICARE, uh, how we were able to implement it and how it transformed. And Naval Hospital Pensacola, we were the trailblazers. We were the first ones to do it, the first residency program to adopt it. And now we're already having data coming in a few years. We're trying to publish some of that and get it put into the literature. And it's going to be a great talk that we're going to have tomorrow. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to her discussing with all the residents and students here, maybe a little bit of recruitment, of course, but showing how you can transform practice settings focus on a foundation in primary care and uh, implement it in a very, very brief amount of time and successfully. Uh, and uh, before I let you go, uh, uh, I want you to give a little plug for the AFP Foundation. For people who don't know what the AFP Foundation is, well, what is it, and uh, why should uh, people uh, uh, you know, help out and, and know about it and contribute to it? Sure. So the AAP Foundation, I'm a current resident board trustee. Uh, I'm board of trustees. I'm leaving uh, this year to turn it over to somebody else. But uh, it's uh, focusing on education humanitarian efforts uh, around the country, around the world, uh, philanthropy, focusing on scholarships for residents and students, uh, a bunch of different opportunities for free healthcare clinics around the country, as well as uh, humanitarian efforts in Haiti. Just a, a bunch of many different programs. You need to go to the AFB Foundation website. You can see all the amazing things and work that the foundation does, uh, not only for the academy itself and for its members, but for the entire world, really, um, and focusing on community, rural, urban, underserved, and global health. So it's been an honor, privilege, an amazing experience to serve on the foundation board. I have amazing things going on in the works that I can't discuss, but are, it's just going to be a great future ahead for the foundation, what it's going to do to help transform uh, and help to, to provide humanitarian and, like I said, philanthropic types of things around the country and around the world. Uh, plug for anyone out there, for the foundation, donate some money. Um, you can donate to sponsor a student to come to the national conference, or you can put that money towards Haiti or whatever, whatever you want to put it towards. Uh, the foundation is always looking for donations and always very grateful for them. Yeah. So what's uh, what's after uh, residency there? You know yet, uh, Kevin? Sorry. Well, what's after residency? Do you know yet? I do not know. Uh, our detailer actually comes next week to our naval hospital, Pensacola, to show us what billets are available, and we're going to go through our dream sheets and try to pick and match where the Navy thinks we're going to be the best fit and where we think we're going to be the best fit, and ultimately it's up to where they're going to put us. So uh, hopefully they go through our, our list and pick something where we want to go. And if not, then, you know, if you, if you give them lemons, make lemonade out of it, and then you, wherever you, the next tour brings you, you go after that. So looking forward to meeting with the detailer. We'll figure out where I'll be going, but I could be on a ship. I could be out with the Marines. I could be at another hospital facility. I could be out in a branch clinic, um, just seeing clinic every day. Uh, and are the opportunities that lay ahead. So we'll see. We'll see what the, the Navy provides for me. Well, Dr. Kevin Bernstein, I want to I want to thank you. Thank you for your service to our country. I want to thank you for your service for the academy. I want to thank you for for being a good friend of mine through the years, especially uh, family medicine and social media and uh, rock and roll. And uh, uh, this is just the start of things. And uh, uh, it's been great, uh, uh, great just hanging out with you, talk with you. And uh, I know that uh, there's going to be uh, even better things to come in the future, my friend. Absolutely, and. We're at this point, you know, going off to another news station and uh, trying to 
see what things lay ahead, uh, focusing on family, focusing on my wife, focusing on the things that matter the most at this point, especially with deployment moving ahead. It's going to be the, the biggest things and prioritize moving forward um, and helping those around me get to that point. So, uh, it's, again, bittersweet ending to this tour uh, with the Academy, uh, but like you said, amazing things will hopefully be lying ahead, whatever the future looks. So. Well, great. Thank you so much for the time, and uh, have, have a great meeting. I know it's, uh, I, I've been there before, bittersweet, being your last uh, mm-hmm. meeting as a resident. Uh, just enjoy it there, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Hello, Mike. Hello. This is Melody Jordal Afrado. Oh, okay. Okay, so your husband is, is listening right now. I hear that he's listening, yes. He told me that. So, so you you can like badmouth him all you want because he he's not here to respond. I I'll be nice. It's all right. <laughs> Keep at home relaxing while I'm here recruiting. So you know. Oh, great, great, great. Well, for people who don't know, you, introduce yourself to, to my audience. Who are you, and where 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 are you from, and, and what booth are you at? Sure. So I'm uh, Melody Jorlia Frado, and I'm one of the faculty at University of Arizona at South Campus. Family Medicine Residency. I think it's the longest residency name in the country. Um, and what do I do there? I uh, mostly do outpatient, and I also do OB, uh, including delivery. Uh, well, great. How, how many meetings is this uh, for you? This is my tenth national conference. I counted. Wow, man. Yeah, Mel and I go way back to uh, uh, causing trouble there. Uh, back, back in the day. Uh, as yes, yes, you do. <laughs> so how how is it different now being on the other side uh, as opposed to you know student or resident uh, side? It, it's kind of nice. It's a little more relaxing because I always had other meetings I had to go to, and now I kind of get to hang out and tell people how awesome our program is and meet people from all over the country that I might not otherwise meet. <laughs> well, great, great, yeah. It's true. Uh, I didn't have to worry about going to Congress today or whatever the business session was called today. So even though I enjoy I enjoy those. I'm kind of a geek that way, but uh you know, it is a very different no, yeah. conference with your faculty, so yeah, for 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 people who don't know, you know, if it, it, once you kind of get active and do a lot of advocacy stuff, and and you have a whole different meeting schedule than than everybody else, uh, and sometimes you don't get to see a lot of the meeting, but you get to meet cool people and do uh, resolutions and advocacy and stuff. And uh, yeah, I was there once too, and it, it is a different uh, a different feel when when you're on the other side as far as oh well, my schedule isn't as packed today as it as it was back in the day. Yep. Very nice. I did get to go to opening session today, though, which was nice. Oh, yeah? How was that? It was great. Dr. Epperly spoke um, and talked about the state of healthcare in our country and some of the things that need to happen. And then we actually had a um, representative from the uh, Department of Health and Human Services for Secretary Sebelius talk to us also for a few minutes about ACA. Great, great, great. So, so yeah. when you talk to uh, uh, residents and students about why they should come to this meeting, what, what, do, you, what do you tell them, Melody? I tell them that uh, it's a great way to learn more about family medicine. It's a good way to meet people and talk to people from other places. You can see pretty much, I don't know, 90-some percent of the residencies in the country. And so you get to learn about the differences between different programs. And then there's also the education and there's the business. And I say it's kind of three conferences in one is what I tell people about it. <laughs> well, great, great. Uh, and before I let you go, Melody, so uh, 
give me a little plug for for advocacy. You know what? Uh, what? Why? You know why should students? Why should residents? Why should faculty? Why should attendings? Why should they even care about advocacy? What? Would they, well, why do? Why do you tell people that they should be involved to to make a difference? I think people should be involved to make a difference because we need to do it for our patients. Um, often they don't know what they need to do, and they need our help so that they can get the services they need. Um, and we also need to help more people get coverage because without healthcare coverage, you know, people become bankrupt or they delay their care and they get sicker. All right. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, have a great meeting. You know, uh, have a great relaxing meeting. Um, Thank I, ho- you. I hope you guys. Hope you guys get a lot of traffic. Are, are, are you like in a central location right there, or did they put you on the end of a row somewhere? No, we're kind of right in the middle. It's nice. Well, great, All right. great. Well, thank you so much for the time. Have a great meeting. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Kim's wondering how many minutes we have left. Uh, we have uh, uh, as many minutes as she likes. <laughs> as many as you would like. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to hand the phone off, I believe. Great, thank you. Yes. All right. Dr. Mike Sevilla. Yo, hello. Who is this? Hey, this is Andy Luxcannon. Andy, what is up there, buddy? You are the man. I don't care what people say about you, especially Bernie. Oh, man, I know. He's he's always ragging on me here. So how uh, things are things are really well, you know. We're we're kicking into full gear here. I've got uh, uh, Tiffany here. She's a medical student from John Hopkins. She wants to go into family wow. medicine, which there makes her go. brave and really smart. Um, All right. All right. Yeah. All so, right. you know, we're just enjoying, um, you know, the best of, of what the Academy has to offer. How are where, things where are you at? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. You're, you're live on the Internet right now. Well, we're, uh, we're, uh, where, where, where are you at these days? I forget where you ended up at. Well, I'm at, I'm at Reading Hospital in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, Great. Hanging out with some big, hanging out with some big wigs, anytime. Um, and how, how many, little, how many meetings has this been uh, for you now? Well, I'm trying to think. I first came to the national conference in 2008, so I think that makes this meeting number six. All right. Great. Which is great. Which is and, pretty and, cool. And when you talk to uh, residents and students about why why this meeting is so cool and why they should why they should check it out, what what do you tell them? All right, I think the three big things that I think about is uh, number one, I mean it's the largest residency fair in in the country. So if you're a medical student and you think you might be interested in family medicine and you don't even know where, just come and explore and talk to programs, get a sense of what it is that family doctors do. You know, really opens your eyes, especially if you're like me from the East Coast, to all the extra things that family doctors are allowed to do when the specialists go away. I think the second biggest thing is that it's constantly changing. I mean, whether it's your first time here or your sixth time, there's always something new to explore, you know, new people to meet, new things to learn, sessions to attend. And then I think the last big thing is that it's just fun. There's there's an energy that builds here, and, and every year that energy just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You know, so if, if you're even remotely on the fence about family medicine, it's, it's worth the trip to come out here um, to see all the different things that people are doing, um, you know, and really the momentum that, that this family medicine revolution we've been talking about is really starting to pick up. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, it's just uh, I, I, even though I'm thousands of miles away, I can I can feel the energy uh, of the meeting, and it, it is just uh, it is refreshing, it is energizing uh, to go back to to leadership uh, meetings uh, like that. Uh, uh, before I let you go there, Andy, I've, uh, um, you know, I, I, I also like you to, to to give a little plug for for advocacy. You know, when you talk to students, when you talk to residents, when you talk to faculty, when you talk to attendings about, you know, why it's important to get involved, why it's important to get involved with policymaking, why it's important to get involved legislatively or, or anything like that. What do you tell them as far as, you know, why is it important to you? Why is it important to our patients to be involved? Well, I'll tell you, my tagline for, for many years is, is this idea of four and 40 is, you know, you're a medical student for four years. You're a resident for three years, but you're in practice out there doing it every day for 40 years, probably maybe even a little bit more. Everything that happens now has a direct impact on how you're going to practice medicine in the future, and whether that be talking to your local, your state, your federal government, engaging with your specialty society, talking with insurance companies, all those kinds of networks and relationships that you build up now at the beginning part of your career are really going to poise you to make things better for yourself as you go down the road. And if for no other reason than learning about what's going on and staying informed, you're already ahead of the game. And then if you engage in that process and really start to be an advocate and voice for the things that you believe in, you get to see that change happen, and that's really kind of cool. Well, great, great. So. Uh, so, well, so what's your future there? Uh, do, do you know what, what, what you're going to be doing following, and, and what's your future holds uh, right now? Or are you just kind of just just uh, uh, just kind of enjoying the ride? Well, I mean, I'm certainly enjoying the ride. It has been quite the ride. I'm finishing up my term as resident delegate, so I'll be in San Diego for the Congress. Um, currently, also running for uh, resident chair uh, of the conference oh. for next year. Great. Um, try to try to up the game here. See if see what changes will be made from my experience doing that as a student. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to a good second year of residency. Uh, start to to contemplate maybe some fellowship opportunities in obstetric. Um, and who knows after that? Um, you know, like I said, enjoying the ride. Yeah, re- resident delegate was, was my first national uh, position, and uh, I'm very fond of that. Uh, and uh, that was, that was awesome. a big step. Uh, Big step for me, but uh, uh, so so for people who don't know what what that leadership position is, can you describe a little bit what uh, what the resident delegate does and and how how do you define Congress of Delegates when people ask you about it? Yeah, sure. So the Congress of Delegates is the um, legislative body of the American Academy of Family Physicians. It's it's the place where um, representatives from all fifty states and from you know the students, the residents, the special constituencies. They come together, they bring ideas forward to help advance family medicine, advance the specialty, advance you know what, what work the academy is doing. They talk about those issues, they debate the merits of them, and then they decide you know what are going to be the policies and the directions of the academy for the year. Um, as a resident delegate, you have the unique um, ability. You're representing all of the residents in the country. There's currently pushing um, 11,000 resident members of the, uh, of the academy. It's just somewhere around 98% of all of the family medicine residents in the country. Um, So you get to be their voice. You get to be the one standing there saying, hey, residents would very much like for you to do this, and here's why. And 
on the on the flip side, here are the things that residents definitely do not want you to do, and and they listen to that voice because you're an equal, you know, you're an equal member of that that, that body, um, which is it's it's great fun for me, you know, it's it's great fun for I think everybody else that that, that comes there, um, and then you get to walk away with that sense of accomplishment, but you know that you're really making some direct change in the academy. Uh, and before I let you go, you know, Andy, there's been a lot of people who've been interviewed on this on this podcast on this show who have went on to to win their election. Uh, so um, I think that trend's going to continue. But uh, uh, what, what, why why uh, why are you interested? What why is resident chair important to you? What why should people vote for you? Well, uh, you know, I, I was kicking around a lot of different options. Um, you know, for, for exactly why I wanted this position. Um, I was thinking about, you know, how could I kind of stay involved over this next year, you know, with maybe some plans for, for other things in the future. And I think, you know, I, I had such a tremendous experience as student chair uh, back in 2010 um, and 2011, you know, working with the academy staff, putting together a conference, seeing that all come to fruition that, you know, having the opportunity to do that again from the resident side and work with actually a, a brand-new set of staff um, since they've all turned over, um, you know, was was kind of a unique opportunity to get that dual perspective. So wanted to take advantage of it while I'm here. Um, I don't believe anybody else is running at the moment. I would encourage anybody else who's interested to, to step up and do that, um, you know, enjoy the challenge and, and, you know, look forward to working if I am elected, working on the committee this year and, and putting together, you know, a, an even better NC14. Well, great, great. Well, well, best of luck in your election. But, but I know, you know, that uh, this, this is a, a great uh, position for you as far as you know, giving back and being a mentor and, and getting you know new students and residents involved with the meeting, with uh, advocacy, writing resolutions. Uh, um, I remember that time very fondly. So. Uh, Uh, I I wish you all the best this week, and uh, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it tonight. Hey, not a problem. It's good talking to you. Glad to have you back, um, you know, from your little hiatus. All righty. Thank you so much. I will pass the phone off. All righty. Hi. Hello. Hi, Mike. I have someone really special here. He is. Koshi Oda, who is from Japan, and we're just going to talk very briefly with him uh, here. It's Koshi. Hello. 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 My name is Hello. Mike. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So, hello. Uh, 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 hello. How, how, how do you think uh, of the meeting uh, so, more, so far? How, how do you like it? Yeah, it's fabulous. It's a good, good meeting. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like about it? Uh, there are many, many uh, programs. So I visited uh, many, many programs so I can talk each of them. Great, great. It, it, it's pretty yes. hot there, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, good, good. Okay, uh, uh, I, I got... I change. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, wow. Mike. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the you're the uh, you're the ambassador of the academy. I, I've dubbed you the uh, the uh, ambassador Kim. 
Oh, thank you. Well, it's just so fun getting people. And, um, oh, I see more people. Do you want more people? Do you have time for more people? I I feel like we've gone over your time. No, no, no. I, I have I have time. If, if oh, you want to stalk then if you have I mean, time, uh, then I'm stalking a very important person here called Dr. Jeffrey Kane. <laughs> Dr. Jeffrey Kane, he's, he's pointing to the staff person <laughs> who is also a very important person here, Jeffrey, and they are working on some grassroots advocacy here at the oh. Sam Med Pack booth. So, oh, Med Pack. All right. Very good. Yeah. Very, good. very exciting. So here is Dr. Jeffrey Kane. Buenos dias, Dr. Savita. Uh, hello, Dr. Kane. How are you, sir? Mike, this is probably the most fun, passionate, and exciting conference that we do as an academy. We're here with the students and residents. We've got 2,000 folks here. And right now we're talking about uh, health care reform, and we're talking about students and residents looking for matching places for their residencies. That's great. That's great. Um, uh, from, from a from a board member or from a board standpoint or from the academy standpoint, uh, uh, can you share with my audience what, what, why this uh, meeting of residents and students is so important for the board and so important for the academy, sir? Well, when you talk about the future of family medicine, these students that are here and these residents that are here, it's, they're helping us create the future for family medicine. They bring us ideas. They bring us their thoughts about what's important to them. And their Congress of Delegates helps us modify our policy to make certain that we're talking about health care in the ways that students and residents relate to. So it's an exciting time to be here. We're hoping that their voice can be loud and clear. We as an academy actually invest in students and residents. We make certain that there is a student and a resident in every one of our commissions, every one of our board seats, so that their voice can make a difference in academy policy nationally. Wow. Well, this is, of course, Dr. Jeffrey Kane, the AFP uh, president. Uh, uh, can you? Uh, so a question that I get every year is, is uh, I'd like to ask people, how has your year been president? Can you share a little bit about, you know, how, how that's been for you? This has been a, a, a fun year and a challenging year. Uh, we have been on Capitol Hill talking a lot about making certain that the parts of the Affordable Care Act that works for family physicians are going forward. I've been working a lot on Medicaid expansion to make certain that the payment rates for Medicaid go up for primary care in all the states. Well, that's one an important part of the Affordable Care Act, that Medicaid will be expanding. More people will have Medicaid. And Medicaid has been such a poor payer in many states that family docs were losing money on every patient. It's hard to make up money on by, by volume. And so we're helping states understand that that Medicaid rate is going to go up for primary care, how family doctors can do that, and we're advocating nationally to make certain that that goes forward beyond the two years that was planned in the Affordable Care Act. That's one example, Mike. Great, great. A couple a couple more questions for you. Uh, so to, for, for lobbying and, and being in Washington and getting access, it's important to have a strong, you know, family medicine PAC, FM PAC. Can, can you share a little bit about why the FM PAC is, is so important for the academy? These days, it's funny because a, a PAC has got kind of a dirty word. A PAC doesn't buy votes, but a PAC helps us open the door. Um, let me tell you about four or five years ago when I would walk in, you'd bang on the door, and you'd talk about primary care issues, and their eyes would kind of glaze over when we talked about Title VII. These days, when we knock on the door, that, that we've contributed to campaigns for those folks that are in office, 
It helps us open the door to carry the message for family doctors throughout the country on what's important to their patients and their practices. And so um, I have, the good news is that we are actually closing in on a million dollars for the election cycle, which is a two-year period. So our PAC is an important part of walking us into the door to help make certain our issues are heard. Another really important part for family doctors is to know is that there are easy ways that their voices can be heard. We've set up our website so that family doctors can be part of our grassroots advocacy network. That with a simple click, we'll let you know when something that's important to family medicine shows up so that you can use a, a simple point and click on our website and be able to have your representatives, your senators, know and understand what's going on and what's important to you as a family doctor in the community. So those are two parts. Make certain your voice is heard. Make certain you're contributing to the pack and some small amount that you can afford so that the door is open so your leaders can walk through that door to advocate for you. Great, great. Uh, but my last question for you, sir, is that, uh, that this, this kind of resident studio meeting is kind of a, a warm-up uh, meeting for, for the big uh, Congress of Delegates and, and Scientific Assembly that's going to be happening in a couple of months. Can you share a little bit about uh, with my audience why the Congress of Delegates and, and why the Scientific Assembly is so important to the board and so important to the academy? Well, two parts. Uh, the Congress of Delegates is a representative body where Family doctors from your state that represent you come and advocate for what should be the academy's policies. What are our priorities as an academy? We know that advocacy is important, that changing our practice patterns, education of our students and residents. Actually, what that means to you as a family doctor is up to you and your representative from your state. Talk to your state chapter to make certain that your voice is heard at our national conference because that's actually the, the group that helps lead and make policy for the academy. And the second part that you're talking about is our annual scientific assembly. <laughs> it's a gas. We'll have over <laughs> 4,000 family doctors there. And to walk in a room and see 4,000 people that share the values of your patients and health care for our country is refreshing. And we're trying some new things. Traditionally, the national scientific, excuse me, the annual scientific uh, conference was mostly about doctors in rooms learning things that are important to their patients. This year, we're going to try to do some things to help connect you with each other, to connect the passion, and make certain that people get to celebrate the community that we have as family doctors. So come on down and try that out. It's going to be fun. It's in San Diego this year. It's a nice place to visit. You come away with CME, you come away with connection, and you come away with passion. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Kane, uh, AAFP President, I, I want to thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for your service to the Academy. Thank you so much for, for your leadership uh, the academy. It's been great to, to 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 get to know you over the last few years. I know that I'll, we'll be running into each other uh, uh, during these meetings as well. But the, it's always a joy to talk to you. Thank you so much for the time, sir. Mike, thank you for your time for what you're doing. And I've got to get back to these students, residents, because uh, they're full of ideas. We've got to help them with the direction. And uh, thanks again for your passion, Mike. Bye bye. Great. Thank you so much. Hi. Isn't wow. Dr. Kane wow. amazing? I know. Wow. <laughs> that was totally on the cuff. He just said to me, you're mean. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's so awesome. Wow, man. There are, I, I mean, I'll have to tally up how many board members have been on this show. Uh, in, in the I past. know. Uh, 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 Kim, you're just awesome. You're just like, you know, you're just getting people all over the place. I mean, it's uh, uh, it's. Well, it, I'm it's telling fun. you, there's so many people here. I mean, this is like a who's who of family medicine. 
I mean, not only the board members, but just the, the students and residents that are here, they just, they are amazing. It's been a wonderful experience so far, and I'm just very excited to meet so many faculty yeah. members, people who are really well, excited about family medicine well, and the future. It's really quite cool. Uh, well, I, I know that you've been on the show before talking about, uh, you know, NCFC. I think we, we've talked about all the advocacy meetings of the Academy except for NCFC. Um, can, can you share a little bit about my audience again, kind of who, who may not be familiar? You know, what, what is NCFC? Yeah, and, you and, know, uh, what, what why was is important to you? Yeah, NCFC is National Conference of Special Constituencies. And why it's important is that that meeting really is like the next meeting after National Conference. I really see it as that. You know, sometimes um, when you graduate from residency program, you, you feel like you're on your own. Um, but National Conference of Special Constituencies is really a place where you can come and connect with other physicians uh, who are like-minded in different special constituency groups. We have five of them, new physicians, women, minority, IMG, and GLBT. And I've had people ask me, well, I'm not any of those. Can I still come? And I'm like, sure. Do you take care of women? Do you take care of minority patients? I mean, we are, as we've said before, family medicine is a specialty of inclusion. And we want all of our practicing physicians to feel included and to be able to learn advocacy, to learn the um, parliamentary procedures, learning how to write resolutions, to change academy policy that ultimately goes um, on to the form policies that our government actually changes and does. You know, it's really kind of cool to see that happen. So um, National Conference of Special Constituencies is really something special and dear to my heart. What I've learned here at National Conference is that a lot of people here don't know about NCSC. Um, yeah, we had a minority special, you know, a minority special interest roundtable, which is amazing. It was really well attended. We had four times the number of people attend this year. We moved the meeting up from instead of tomorrow. Um, usually the meeting's on uh, um the Friday, but we moved it up to Thursday prior to the resolution writing so that we could talk about issues, pertinent to minority issues, similar to how we do that for minority issues at NCSE. So I stood up and said, you know, how many of you have heard of NCSE? And there were so many that hadn't heard of it. And it was really a wonderful opportunity for me to be able to tell them, you have a home after the national conference. You don't feel like after you graduate from residency that you don't have a place to be able to grow your leadership skills. Because NCSC is where it's at. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean they they, they kind of dovetail uh, together uh, very nicely. And um, you know, obviously, I've been to both meetings too, and I definitely understand that and get that. That um, you know, the NCSC people know that there's a resident student meeting, but you know that they may not know that they're welcome to come to that, or vice versa. You know, there's resident students, you know, exactly. that, uh, you know that that can come to NCSC, you know, get the flavor of it. Um, and, and see the, the thing that, that, that that's really cool uh, now, and it was different before, is that um, you know the the, uh, the advocacy process, the resolution process, is the same at all the advocacy meetings, whether it's uh, national conference exactly. or NCSC or COD. And I think that's a strength of the academy because as a student or resident comes in, they learn it and then they go to the next level, so they don't have to relearn the whole thing again. And that's thing that's what I love about the academy is that. You know, once you learn it, you, know, you, you you know what it is, and then you can pick up where you left off. Exactly. It really is such an amazing experience for, you know, all of these students and residents um, to, to know that they can grow and learn and continue to 
inspire and create change and lead. It's it's really exciting to see that happen. And we're one of the few special people that do it. I'm sure you can join the AMA or um, AMSER or some of those other groups, but as a specialty, we're one of the few specialties that actually have this leadership and advocacy training for our students and residents. And it's something that, you know, really the academy should be applauded for. It's a great thing. Yeah. So so do you know, uh, well, I mean, you, you're – you're kind of in the official capacity there as the chair of the uh, of the NCSC meeting. Uh, do, do, do you basically just go to all the business sessions, do networking, or or what are you going to be doing next few days, I think? Oh, the meeting here is it's very exciting actually. This is only the second time that the convener of NCSC um, has been invited to come to this meeting, and we are to give remarks to the resident congress. So that's happening tomorrow. Afternoon, I will be giving remarks to the resident conference as the convener from NCSC to tell them about NCSC and um, and to promote NCSC a little bit there. I'm also here to facilitate the minority roundtable that we had today and to help in the resolution writing process. So I sat in on the um, discussion group this morning and talked to several different groups about how to write resolutions, and it was it was a really cool time. Um, I see my role here is really being able to be available and open to talk to residents and medical students who are interested in family medicine to really help grow leaders. And that's really what I'm hoping to um, achieve while I'm here, is to really see people get inspired, to catch the fire, to bring that FM revolution, to bring that home, and really seek places where they can um, bring the passion of family medicine to life. It really is a specialty of choice. It is not a specialty of last resort. It is a specialty of choice. And I am so excited for all the medical students and residents here who have the opportunity to see the radical, amazing other physicians that are here and the amazing things that they do in their community. It really is exciting. Wow. So so you're giving remarks at the Resident Student Congress. I don't think it's ever been done before. That's going to be very exciting. And, and you're also going to be giving uh, remarks uh, from NCSC to the big the big house, the, the, the big Congress of Delegates uh, meeting coming up in San Diego. That's got to be very exciting and frightening at the same time. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that my British accent will be on full for there. But um, I'm very excited. Really, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to speak in front of the Congress of Delegates and to the National Congress here, um, conference here, to really let people know more about NCSC and the importance of NCSC. I really, um, I'm hoping that even though this year was the biggest NCSC that we've ever had with the most number of states represented, it is my hope and desire that next year we'll see even more people participate. Um, especially the states that have not sent anyone to NCSC before. We really hope that we can grow more new leaders and help spark the fire of family medicine. Well, great, great. Well, I mean, um, wow, I, I think we just kind of wind things up. I mean, it's. Uh, um, I really appreciate all the work that you have done uh, for this show here uh, today, Kim. It's just like, you know, getting people around and, and stalking them and commandeering them and, and, and getting them to, to talk on the phone to a guy a thousand miles away. Sometimes we don't even know who it is. Uh, it's, uh, been, <laughs> it's been very exciting. Uh, you are the best. Uh, thank, thank you so you. much. I'm so that. glad to be able to help uh, out, Mike, anytime. 
so, so are, are are there things you're looking forward to uh, in the meeting uh, this week? I know there's some great uh, 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 keynote speakers that are coming up as well. I know Dr. Eppley was awesome today. Are, are there things that you're looking forward to the next uh, couple of days? Yeah, I'm looking forward to there's a um, a panel with Dr. Mo Patton. I believe she's going to be here. Um, there's also some, you know, it'll be just good to see the business session, to see who gets elected, the new student resident leaders, um, and also to just get to talk and hear other people's stories. I think that's what I'm really looking forward to, is just hearing everybody's stories. That's what needs to be shared. Wow, wow. Uh, and you have a GoPro camera. What, what are you going to be doing with the GoPro camera there, Kim? I have got my GoPro on. I was inspired by the uh, Pennsylvania Academy when they said they were bringing theirs. I've yet to see them with it on, but I'm hoping they're here somewhere, and I'm hoping to download some of that and send it off to you. We'll see if any of it turns out. You, you, you should you should GoPro them, GoPro and you. That'd be very meta. I know. That's what I was trying to find them. I can't see them yet, so we'll see if I can catch them. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, Kim, uh, I'll, I'll give you an uh, opportunity for one more plug for advocacy. So when you talk to students, when you talk to residents, when you talk to faculty, when you talk to attending that, you know, that they really don't care about advocacy, they don't really care about making a difference, what do you tell them? Why should people be involved? Why should they be part of the solution and not part of the problem there, Kim? Advocacy really is something that should be every physician. Um, priority. If we can't advocate for our patients, if we can't advocate for our specialty, if we can't advocate for ourselves, then we're really drilling a big hole for ourselves and saying um, it doesn't matter what will happen. You know, we need to be the proactive ones that come out to have that voice, to speak up for people who do not have a voice. And um, I really believe deep in my heart that each and every one of us as family physicians believe that we were called um, to this profession, to this amazing privilege of a profession where we get to hear and be a part of patients' lives each and every day. And if we are so committed to being a part of our patient's family, it only behooves us to advocate for our patient's families and ultimately our own families. You know, if we can't advocate for our patient's families, it's as if we're not advocating for our own families. So I really encourage everybody to know, be involved in advocacy, to learn the process, speak to their legislator, to have their representative or senator on speed dial on their phone, you know, to make sure that they have their patients get involved, to join Speak Out, you know, and um, all the other academy resources. It's really important. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. It's, it's one of the major priorities that each one of us should have. So there she is, kids. Future AEIP president, Dr. Kim Yu, has been uh, awesome. Uh, 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 producer on site there, getting all these people uh, to, to come on the show here. Um, you, you are just the best. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I wish you the best this week. You're just going to have so much fun. I, I'm looking forward to all the pictures that you take, all the GoPro video that you have. Uh, to, to bring the meeting to all of us who couldn't uh, who couldn't be there in person. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for all the work that you've done uh, for this show. I, thank I really, you, Mike. Really, really appreciate thank it. you. Thanks so <laughs> much. Have a great meeting. Talk to you soon. Have a great meeting. Bye. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> all right, kids. Um, 
that is the uh, that is the show. <laughs> uh, I'll just call that the Kim Yu show. That, that's uh, that, that's what it is because you know I, I'm just here sitting you know sitting in front of my computers uh, and uh, she is coordinating all those people. Um, I can't even remember uh, how many people that we had on this show. We had a lot of a lot of leaders, um, uh, some grassroots people, uh, a whole spectrum uh, of people. Uh, talk to you, you, all of you out there, and, and I hope that I've given you a little bit of a snapshot um, of what it's like at the uh, National Conference of Family Medicine Residents and Medical Students uh, by the American Academy of Family Physicians. Get more information at aafp.org slash NC. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I wasn't even walking all around the exhibit hall. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody who listened live uh, and everybody who downloads the podcast. And uh, I'm going to put some of this on the video as well on YouTube. Uh, my name is Mike Savilla. This is the Mike Savilla radio program. Uh, check out uh, drmikesavilla.com. It gets you to all my social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Uh, thanks again to, to Kim Yu uh, for uh, uh, coordinating all that stuff in Kansas City. Thanks for everybody who uh, who I interviewed on the show, got to talk to you on the show. Uh, I am inspired again. I am energized. I am inspired uh, to be a family physician, to continue my work, uh, taking care of patients. Uh, this has been a great show. Uh, this is uh, uh, so, so very happy with, uh, with the show here today. So thanks, everybody, for joining me. We will talk to all of you very soon. Have a good, have, have a good week. Have a good weekend. And uh, take care, everybody. Have a great day. See ya. Another year you made a promise, another chance to